Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you, ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty. We treat your property as if it were our own. All right, a Wednesday morning where, uh, as you just heard from Heather Haley, there's nasty storms on the way. Question now is, how's Tennessee basketball going to navigate through a potential nasty storm that has now emerged? And it has to do with them losing one of the best players on the roster yesterday. Zakai Ziegler drives the lane. He wraps around the baseline, trying to kick it back out to Santi. That left leg lands out of bounds. You see the ankle and knee give way. And Zakai immediately hits the ground and he's in pain. His hand twitching. He's gripping his left knee. It's silent at Thompson Bowen Arena. Whew, I'm getting cold chills now just thinking back to it last night. Hearing the emptiness. Hearing the broadcast. Bob and Bert. Everybody dressing. I mean, last night even listening to Carl Ravitch and Jimmy Dykes try to be as concerned but yet considerate of the situation as possible. You could tell how silent that building got. It was just absolutely. When you can hear the humming of the AC. Yeah. You're watching on television, watching or listening on the radio if you're in person and you can hear them quietly talking to Zakai. All right, where's the pain? What do you feel? And in the background, you can hear you can hear the humming of the AC and the return to the ventilation. Man, it that uh whew, I'm getting cold chills now thinking about it, but hoping for the best. Thoughts right now with Zakai Ziegler. Hopefully, whenever the selling subsides. You can sit there and you can see him coming out of that MRI machine, and hopefully there's some good news that's going to be behind the results of that machine uh, when they um, get that all set up shop. Uh, let's do this. I want to get to the morning buzz first because I want to get caught up with everybody. Perhaps maybe that 9 o'clock tip last night grabbed everybody's uh, kind of attention, seeing Zakai hit the floor. Clearly right now, that's what anybody, everybody wants to talk about, but we need to let them know what did they miss from last night. Again, Tuesday morning, uh, excuse me, Wednesday morning buzz happening right here on the starting lineup. All right, last night, Tennessee, 75-57 over Arkansas. The Volunteers, they all got together, especially after Zakai left the game, and they dominated a Hogs team that looked like that they were kicking it in the second gear was they were starting to get healthy. Olivier Kuwa, 29 on the floor, 7 to 10 from the field as he dropped 16 points. Santiago Vescovi in his senior day, goodbye, 14 points, his last chance on the floor at Thompson Bowling Arena. And Josiah Jordan-James, he dropped 11 of his own. Wouldn't you know it, the three top leading scorers, senior day, senior day, senior day. Okay, Tennessee still holds on to the four seed right now. They control their own destiny. They can avoid having to play until Friday in Nashville but they got to get by Bruce down in the jungle. Two o'clock tip off Saturday against Auburn. Logan Ward, John Wilkerson. He's going to be beginning things. One It'll be right here on the flagship station for Tennessee Hoops. 99.1 D Sports Animal. Real quick, some rooting interest tonight for Tennessee. Uh, you need to be a big Alabama Crimson Tide fan tonight to take care of business. as 10-point favorites against Auburn. You also need to root for LSU to beat Missouri. But is that realistically um, going to happen? Probably not. 
Uh, the NCAA finally came out yesterday with some punishments for four former Tennessee football staff members. They received multi-year show cost penalties for their roles in the recruiting violations that happened way back when, when Jeremy Pruitt was the head coach here in, you know, here on Rocky Top. Two coaches, Brian Niedermeyer and Shelton Felton, and then two staffers, Director of Player Personnel Drew Hughes and Student Assistant Michael Magnus, all received show cost penalties. And according to reports, are. From uh, Chris Lowe, UT, and other individuals, including Jeremy Pruitt and the university, they are contesting the violations and or penalties to avoid having to go in front of the NCAA uh, infractions committee. So what are we, two years removed from the whole entire thing and we're just now learning about this? NCAA, I ask you, let's expedite this process a little bit, but we finally figure out what Tennessee could potentially be facing down the line. Uh, Yesterday, Tennessee 6, Charleston Southern 1. Volunteers got two in the first from uh, from Blake Burke. Blake Burke comes back in the fourth with another RBI. He had three on the day until he got to the sixth inning. Yick. He had another home run. Two run shot in the sixth by Blake Burke. He has five of Tennessee's six runs driven in yesterday. Tennessee yesterday finds himself continuing to tear W's after W's out of the way. Seth Halverson ends up picking up the W. Charleston Southern back for the second of two later today at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. That's a four o'clock first pitch. And then they welcome in Gonzaga for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You think Tennessee's officially pushing back that rough start down in the Desert Invitational from last weekend? I think so. Two weekends ago. You got Maui back. You have Tony V back. You're all good. Mm. Buying. Selling. Property management. If you need somebody who's got your back and can answer all the questions, especially if you're looking to make East Tennessee your next home, you need to check out what Stephanie Grubbs can do for you online. That's at HeritageRealtyKnox.com. All right, 710. You're going to hear from Rick Barnes. You're going to hear Zakai Ziegler. And really right now, that's just been very much soul crushing over the last, we'll call it 12 hours. Eh, We'll call it nine hours, actually. And this is a Tennessee basketball team who, a reminder, as everybody is focusing right now and waiting on kind of the diagnosis of Zakai Ziegler's left knee, This is a Tennessee basketball team who did win by 18 last night against an Arkansas team that's coming together late and now still control their own destiny. The next couple of days, waiting on the diagnosis of Kai, but finding out is Tennessee, in fact, is 40 minutes away from not having to play until Friday next week in Nashville and the SEC tournament. I know a lot of you out there are already trying to plan your (coughs) boss. I don't know if I could come back. You want to plan your sick days. And you want to make sure you get an extended, perhaps maybe three-day, four-day weekend. Tennessee can help you with that, but it all depends on how things play out Saturday in the Plains against Auburn. Logan's got the update, 7-11, You're listening to the Sports Animal. My name is Tyler Ivins. More TSLs on the way. Yeah, Tyler, good morning. Last night, Tennessee took down Arkansas 75-57. to Olivier Kumwan Senior Day scored 16. Then Santiago Vescovi chipped in with 14 as well. Tennessee now 11-6 in SEC play. But point guard Sakai Ziegler left the game early in the first half with a left non-contact knee injury. He did not return. Tennessee has yet to provide an update. Four former Tennessee football staff members have received multi-year show cost penalties for their roles in the recruiting violations that happened while Jeremy Pruitt was the head coach at Tennessee. Two coaches, Brian Niedemeyer and Shelton Felton, along with Director of Player Personnel Drew Hughes and Student Assistant Michael Magnus, all received show cost penalties. According to reports, UT and other individuals, including Jeremy Pruitt, have contested violations and or penalties. In Tennessee baseball yesterday, they beat Charleston Southern 6-1. Seth Halverson got the win on the mound. Jared 
Dickey and Blake Birch each hit a homer. Bork drove in five runs. And in college basketball last night, Texas A&M around the SEC, they beat Ole Miss 69-61. Florida got by Georgia 77-67. Mississippi State down South Carolina 74-68. It's 7-12. Zakai Ziegler now potentially. We don't know the injury. We will talk about that next on TSL. Have a good morning. I'm Logan Ward. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. 13 seconds to go. Phillips will dribble it up. Great players and great citizens. Phillips, five seconds to go. Gives to Plofchitz. Tennessee going to dribble it out, and the Vol fans count it down to a Tennessee victory. A very impressive performance tonight from start to finish as the Tennessee Volunteers hold the Arkansas Razorbacks to their lowest point total of the season, 57, as the Vols dominate from start to finish as they beat Arkansas on senior night 75-57 Tennessee took a nine point lead into the locker room what'd they do they just dropped 41 second half points on a hog team last night that was one of the best in the SEC since getting Nick Smith back Tennessee putting Arkansas in the corner 75-57 you heard it right here on the flagship station for Tennessee hoops 99.1 these sports animal Tyler Ivins alongside Logan Ward this morning. What'd you just say to me in my ear when we were coming back from break? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, good win for Tennessee last night. Arkansas was, they, they put on one of the worst free throw shooting performances I've ever seen from a a good basketball team, I believe, to go far in the SEC and NCAA tournament. Free they, throws, you they say? Went, they went 13 of 22 from the foul line last night. Free throws, you they say? They missed like four straight. Council missed two. I think Davis missed two. Black missed two as well. Like, what are you doing? Mm. You're NBA players. Hit your free throws, bro. Oh. Hey, look, little HYFT right there. Oh, a little HYFT right there. There you go. Um, Tennessee last night. It's difficult to talk about a segment of Tennessee hoops without bringing up Zakai Ziegler, but we're going to attempt to do that right now. Tennessee last night, three leading scorers. What do they all have in common? Logan Ward. Olivia Kumwa dropped 16 in 29 minutes. Santi played every minute but two. He had 14. Josiah Jordan James had 29 points. Excuse me, 29 minutes, 11 points during those 29 minutes. Senior day, senior day, senior day. These guys are going to be now what we likely believe is going to be a season-ending injury for Zakai Ziegler. Again, diagnosis has not been confirmed yet, but we all fear what it's going to be. You're going to need these three guys to play absolute juggernaut basketball this next nine games. 
10 games. If Tennessee has it their way, Tennessee is going to play 10 more games the rest of the season. Auburn, three in Nashville, six in the NCAA tournament. Whether it's 10, whether it's four, whatever it is, these three are going to have a say, and the ingredients of what they do for 40 minutes are going to be left on the floor. Will it not? It's great to see them for a final time in Tennessee in a home Knoxville uniform, but now the real test begins. When do you play in Nashville? How long do you stay in Nashville? And how many more destinations are on your calendar in the NCAA tournament? Because it could potentially be three. Punching that ticket for Auburn, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, and whatever the next three destinations look like for you there in the NCAA tournament. All in all, Tennessee, this is kind of what you wanted to see. It's great that you beat South Carolina by 40 points, but again, the doormat teams stay doormat teams all year. You lost Sakai in the first two and a half, three minutes of this game, but Logan getting to see Julian Phillips and Josiah Jordan James since their return, I'd rather see how they are tested against an Arkansas team before I start maybe going to the well one too many times compared to being tested against a South Carolina team. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we talked about it on Friday. We weren't going to change the way that we felt about this Tennessee basketball team if they blew out South Carolina like they did. Now, it was a it was a 40-point victory against an SEC team that has a potential lottery pick, you know, on that team in Gigi Jackson. Yep. But uh, you looked really impressive with Zakai Ziegler going down. What that means for the rest of the season, it's still kind of up in the air. But even without Zakai Ziegler last night, I'll say it again. I think Arkansas is going to go further than any other SEC team in the NCAA tournament. I just think that they are built to, you know, go far to do what they did to a really good basketball team last night without their most important player was incredibly impressive. I think it's only fair that we ask this question. Do you believe right now, without knowing the diagnosis of Sakai Ziegler, that this Tennessee team showed you last night enough to make you go, I'm back on board with Tennessee? Because we allowed the listeners and allowed Tennessee basketball fans to kind of go game by game with how they were based on the test, the feelings, where are you at until you see the return of some of these hoops players? It changed by the week and by the day. And I think now maybe perhaps it's changing. Once again, I'm asking you, can you actually give a die? Can you actually give us kind of your confidence level with Tennessee hoops without knowing the diagnosis of Zakai Ziegler? It would have been an eight if he did not get hurt last night in Tennessee. I still wanted to see it one more time going on the road to Auburn is now it's going to be incredibly, incredibly tough to go get a win in a much needed game. It was going to be tough in general. Auburn won- Auburn has really good guard play. Without your one true point guard, it's going to be tough. If he didn't get hurt, I would have been at an eight, still wanting to see what happened on Saturday down in Auburn. Now I'm at four, five. You need guard play in March, man. You need guard play, and they were thin there anyway at point guard. Then let's play the game. Who's going to be Tennessee's starting point guard moving forward? What are you doing on Saturday? I'm not going to be in the state of Alabama. Because I don't think it's it's going to be one guy. A lot of people are going to say, okay, Tyreek Key, because he played that position a lot you know, last year at Indiana State and was incredibly good at it. One of the better players in that conference. But playing in that conference compared to the SEC, it's it's a completely different animal. Playing the guards that you're going to see not only in Nashville and wherever you fall, whatever side of the bracket you fall in the NCAA tournament, the real thing that matters, 
I think Tyreek Key, Santiago Vescovi, and, and um, Triple J, all two of those guys, they have the point guard experience. They both came in as point guards, you know, out of high school and, you know, you know I guess overseas uh, for Vescovi. And then one more name, an athletic guy, Julian Phillips. I think I think it will be by committee. You would like to see B.J. Edwards, but he's played 13 games in four and a half minutes this year, you know, this year in those 13 games. And he didn't come in at all um, last night. So... I I'll think it's going to be by committee. I'll tell you one thing. I mm, can we, you and I, have just a private conversation quickly. We're only talking right now, just me and you. I think BJ Edwards' future in Knoxville changed dramatically last night. How so? I think that if you're BJ Edwards, you know how good you are. I think if you're BJ Edwards, you know that you could probably start and you could play a role in somebody's team. It's just given the opportunity. If Zakai is in fact going to be, <clears throat> if Zakai in fact does get the unfortunate news that this is not going to be a six to eight week hyperextension rehab, it turns more into a six to nine month rehab because of a certain ligament. Now all of a sudden, who's your starting point guard going to be next year for the University of Tennessee until he is 100% healthy? Yeah. This is just you and I talking here. I don't know any insight about whether or not he maybe perhaps BJ Edwards was going to consider going elsewhere. But if it was in the back of his mind of, okay, I'm not going to see a lot of starters minutes over the next couple of seasons because of kind of currently who's ahead of me on the depth chart. But now all of a sudden, B.J. Edwards, maybe he's given the opportunity while other people are rehabbing. Perhaps maybe he can parlay into something massive. And I think that was a main question, a, a, a main concern that I had about this Tennessee basketball team in general because what wins in March it's defense, coaching, and point guard play. I think, you know, two of those three you were still pretty good on. Um, you want to see, you know, Rick Barnes win more in the tournament, but still an experienced head coach that's going to put his guys in positions um, to be successful. We know Tennessee's going to play great defense. You were thin at point guard anyway. Now you don't have a true point guard that you, you, you know, you trust. I don't think you roll B.J. Edwards out there in a round of 32. Not right uh, now. No, no, no. You don't yeah, roll B.J. Edwards out there in the next two to three weeks at all. You are what you are. It's March 1st. Selection Sunday, Tyler, is 11 days away. It's Logan Ward, Tyler Ivins. We hit reset halfway home on a Wednesday for five burning questions. Also, I'm being told a massive, massive prize to be handed out coming up later today, especially if you want to see fast cars in the Music City. Uh Uh-huh. 99.1, you're listening to these sports ad. We're still Panther, which reminds me they're coming to Atlanta. What are you doing in like 10 days? You want to go to Atlanta? No, I'm being dead serious. Um, is it 10 days? So today's Selection Sunday is... That's almost a Sunday and that's on Monday. Yeah, Selection Sunday. Ooh. Still Panthers in Atlanta. You want to go see them with me down in Atlanta? Mm. No, that's going to be a no. I can already hear it in your voice. Mm. I can already hear it in your voice. It's a 7.30 show. Which, by the way, I'm not going to be back on the air on Monday. Ah, okay. No, dead serious. So, uh... We'll figure it out. Will we figure it out? Maybe. Guess we'll have to get it figured out, won't we? We'll play CBS all morning. Hey, Jeff, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Tyler and Logan were in Atlanta watching a, yes. watching a, a parody glam rock band, and uh, they're not going to be on on Monday. The day after Tennessee finds out where they're going to be heading in the NCAA tournament. I'm sure that will go over just perfect. I'm sure it will go over swimmingly. Uh, 735. 
that Music City Grand Prix that's going to be coming up at the top of the hour. You already got that promoed out there. Of course, the the across the social medias this morning that is at Sports Animal nine nine one at Tyler Ivins. Uh, I feel like a W on a Wednesday. I can I can never get my day started without picking up five burning questions wins. And uh, how by the way, how did Eric Kane do during five burning questions the last two days? Oh, he didn't win. Neither day. No, no. Of course, you kidding me? Objectively, I'm, I got the win each day. Hmm. Be running up that hill. Okay. We don't need to talk about Stranger Things until 2024, so let's keep it that way. That's right, because we're on Outer Banks now. That's right. Game out last Thursday. Do me a favor. Can you watch any show that doesn't have the age (laughs) of, like, 3 to 16? Like, I can't wait for, like, next week. I'll be like, hey, Logan, what are you on now? Bluey, man. This this Bluey thing is absolutely (laughs) just crushing it. So I, I made the mistake a while back of comparing Bluey to Blue's Clues, and you would have thought that I... Well, Blue's Clues is an American show that includes a blue dog. Bluey is Australian pups. I didn't know that it was Australia. I, I, I don't know. I just thought Bluey, Blue's Clues, I thought it was like a spinoff type of thing, like a relative. I mean, who am I? I I'm sorry if, if I offended anyone. I think, I've I, seen more epi- I think I've seen more episodes of Bluey than Blue's Clues because, as we all do, the Uncle Tyler's of the world. Exactly. We all are an uncle to some kid or to some kids, plural, and to a lot of families. And I fit in that category. Let's just say Uncle Tyler's of the world. When we come through the gate, it's always Uncle Tyler, let's go watch Bluey. I can't tell you how many times I've had my fingernails painted, stickers on my forehead while watching Bluey. And so it just, you know, you're sitting there trying to figure out what exactly is going on with free throw percentages between Alabama and LSU. And all of a sudden, it's you're not watching. And I got kids smacking phones out of my hand. You see, Uncle Logan would make them watch Bryant and Maine play on a Tuesday night. And then that would be the quickest way to get those kids to go to sleep. So you've been thinking right the whole time, yep. brother. Five burning questions happening now here on the starting lineup. Let's ride! Let's have a Donnybrook. All Tyler, what are your takeaways from Tennessee's win against Arkansas? That Tennessee's path to the NCAA tournament is about to get significantly difficult. Significantly. Not only are you having to hold on to the number four seed in the SEC tournament, you're going to have to beat Auburn without Zakai Ziegler. Then you're going to have to find a way to not be one and done in Nashville. And frankly, not be one and done in the NCAA tournament. This is going to be a massive, massive decision for Rick Barnes and his coaching staff. Who fills in at point guard? What do you do with Zakai Ziegler? Not only here, the immediate future, but what do you do for next season? Now, granted, one of those questions are easy. You worry about next season, next season. Unfortunately, though, three minutes into the game last night and the win against Arkansas, not only did this season change, but the 23-24 season changed as well. It has not been confirmed. The diagnosis is still pending, but that fear, that kind of just that knot in your stomach in the sternum area, that feeling, yeah, that's bad news that's about to hit for the University of Tennessee's basketball program, and all you can do is just sit back and feel for a guy who has done nothing but been tough and played his rear end, rear end off since he got to Knoxville and Zakai Ziegler. I mean, it was a fantastic win, an 18-point win against a really good Arkansas team that is coming into their own now that Nick Smith Jr. is fully healthy and playing, and just overall the roster is really healthy for Arkansas. But, I mean, it's it's Zakai Ziegler. Going on the road to Auburn on Saturday was going to be tough with Zakai Ziegler because of road game. What Auburn does, they have really good point guard play. 
Flagger is really, really good. Mm. K.A. Johnson is really, really good. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be tough. It reminds me a lot of the whole Villanova Colin Gillespie situation that happened maybe, you know, I guess two years ago whenever he went out. Now, that teammate to the Sweet 16, it's going to be tough for Tennessee to do so this year. What should, Tennessee, uh, what should Tennessee's punishment be after the NCAA investigation? Show causes, making sure that those coaches don't ever get a chance to coach, or at least uh, for an extended period of time. And the reduction of scholarships, not massive amounts, just here or there. In my opinion, do whatever you need to do and do it soon so I never have to hear the name of Jeremy Pruitt or any of the other people out there who are doing these nefarious things for the University of Tennessee. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything major. Whenever this whole thing broke, I guess, you know, two, three years ago, it was okay, you're probably going to get a postseason ban. You're going to have a massive reduction in scholarships, potentially. Tennessee also self-imposed a lot of these things. They didn't have, you know, visitors on certain weekends, you know, the first games of the year, uh, the each of the last two years, basically. There'll be a, a small reduction in scholarships. It's not going to be anything major. It's time to put this thing behind Tennessee. After last night, what day does Tennessee play in the SEC tournament? I'm still going to say Friday. All right. I still think I think Tennessee beats Auburn. It's going to be a close game. I think the Volunteers find a way to get through Auburn, one point better than Bruce Pearl's team. But I think that they might see an early exit, depending on who that hot team is. They're going to catch as the four seed. So right now, if you're Tennessee, get ready to play that three o'clock window on Friday, and then you're going to play the one o'clock Saturday if you do advance. To me, I think the four seed right now ends up benefiting Tennessee a little bit more than the three seed that Kentucky is going to all but lock up later this week. I'm going to say it's Thursday. Auburn has really good point guard play and, you know, Wendell Green Jr., Adam Flanagan, and also K.A. Johnson. It It's going to be tough because you don't have that one true point guard, that one dog that can go on the road in a hostile environment because Auburn, they need that win on, sat, on, on Saturday in a really bad way. I say it's Thursday. Alabama gets Auburn tonight. Missouri doesn't lose. I think Missouri is the fourth seed. Tennessee is your five seed. Today is National Dad Gum. That's good day. Uh, what now? What's the last food you've made that you've said, Dad Gum, that's good? The last thing I've made? Yeah. See, I'm not much of a make food type guy. I'm much of a catering, have it delivered to you. Or a DoorDash do guy? No, I just, you know, prepackaged stuff. Just pop that in the oven. Put that in the um, Tavala. But to, for people who may not know this about me, why I eat healthy and how the things I do, Tavala. Interesting. They just ship it right to your door, scan the little ticket, throw it in the oven, slam it shut, and all of a sudden, I'm nine minutes away from eating healthy ravioli. It's incredible. Huh. Now, what was the last thing I ate that made me go, Dad gum, that's good? Sure. There's a particular establishment in the greater Knoxville area. They home make their banana pudding every day. Ooh. Oh, goodness gracious. This woman saw me behind the counter. She goes, Ivan's get over here. Like she's disciplined me. Like she's about to send me to detention. I walk over and she goes, pop this in your mouth. Tell me how it tastes. Yeah, I'm going to say. gum, it was good. I'm a, I'm a big chicken wings guy. I make really good chicken wings. You can put them in the oven. You can, you know, bake them. You can put them on the grill. You can even, you know, put them in the air fryer to make them more crispy. I made these buffalo chicken wings maybe I guess it was about a month. Well, I guess, you know, two months ago now for the national championship game, uh, me and a friend ate them and it was, they were absolutely fantastic. I'm a big chicken wing guy. Last one, thumbs up or thumbs down to Titans GM Rand Carthon wanting to move forward with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. 
I, look, to me, thumbs down because I think that they knew they need to move on from Ryan Tannehill and try to just take the kind of the poison pill or the slap that comes with parting ways and then getting a little bit of dead cap money. But this also does not mean that they're not going to do that with another position, maybe trading out from under that deal. If this is Ryan Carthen's way of saying we're moving forward with Ryan Tannehill, but we're going to be jetting off with um, Derrick Henry on another team, I'm okay with that. Tennessee has to make one more massive move so they can all but just kind of signal to the rest of the NFL, hey, we're going to be at least retooling over the. Don't say, I know Mike Vrabel doesn't want to hear the phrase that they're sitting there stripping things down and that they are going through another recharge or rechange, but retooling, Derrick Henry's got to be on the move. So if you want to keep Ryan Tannehill, this better be Ryan Carthen saying, but go ahead and pick up the telephone because now officially Derrick Henry's available. Yeah, two big thumbs down for me. Reset, sell. Everything you can keep Derrick Henry for the first part of the season if you can get something. Maybe he has, you know, a really good year. And I mean, maybe you sneak into a wild card spot. It's not a great division. You know, two more rookie quarterbacks, you know, each of, you know, the Colts and the Texans, two new head coaches of both those franchises as well. Ryan Tannehill is an interesting quarterback. He can keep you respectable and probably get you in a wild card if he plays out of his mind. But ultimately, that's not good for draft position. Two thumbs down. You could go get someone else. Like, go get Marcus Mariota. Do what the Falcons did. Keep you respectable, but ultimately does his job and not wins a lot of games. I say thumbs down. The Titans need to sell and sell everything. It's time to reset Nashville. Sell, sell, sell. You, uh, you big Jim Cramer guy? Uh, I've listened to a little bit of his stuff. He's okay. He's entertaining. He does his job. He does just that, doesn't he? Yeah. He does just that. Uh, real quick, is the is the Colin Gillespie-Villanova comparison accurate for Tennessee? Oh, spot on. Yeah, it happened I'll late I'll give you credit season. for that. that. That's spot on. And that Villanova team looked like that they were a train that fell off the track every time the ball got into the... Into the I don't remember who was filling in for him or who the who essentially was taking the point guard job away from him. They had more depth than, than Tennessee at point guard. I I remember that. Right. And, and look, I just think moving forward, Tennessee, it's going to, I think this offense is going to look kind of clunky. Zakai made it look so easy whenever he was starting. And definitely, definitely this, this team was, was needing Zakai in the worst way, especially down this stretch with Josiah Jordan, James and Julian Phillips returning. Whoever, whatever the rotation is by committee, this is about to get really, really tough over the next couple of weeks. And this is just going to be an unfortunate way for this to see Tennessee basketball come to an end. Why? Well, because they've had to battle through these injuries all season. Okay, Josiah Jordan-James isn't going to get started the season healthy. We'll wait for him to get better. Then there goes Julian Phillips, and there's Triple J falling again. And then all the – it just mm. – this was a darn good, talented Tennessee basketball team. Question is, how far would they have gone had they stayed healthy? How far can you go without somebody in your corner? Well, Burt McKinnish wants to be able to help you. They want to assist you whenever life kind of throws you a curveball. 229-9854, Knoxville and Sevierville. What do they practice? I'm glad you asked. Personal injury, social security, criminal defense, family law, divorce, as well as DUI. And remember, all people are equal before the law and a good attorney is what makes the difference. Burt McKinnish Law is online. That's at visitburtmckinnish.com. And whether you're facing divorce or some other family law matter, criminal charges, or a serious injury, they can help you. They can begin resolving your legal issues today. 229-9854. And remember, Burt McKinnish prides itself on being your family resource when you're in need of an attorney. So 
you know, it doesn't matter if you're trying to go about this with certain certain things already crossed off your list. But if you're looking for somebody who doesn't just call you from out of state, somebody who doesn't just shortchange you, you'll have a paralegal. You're going to meet with your team. You're not going to go into court hearings blind. You're going to be able to have somebody who wants to make sure the outcome, your outcome, is number one priority on the list. That's Burt McKinnish online at BurtMcKinnish.com. 747, Logan's got an update. Let's talk about Zakai. Why is Tennessee now at a crossroads of their uh, their season Auburn is going to be a tough challenge without Zakai Ziegler, and now Vols fans continue to hold their breath. They wait to find out the final diagnosis of what many of us already fear. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. Stick around. Last night, Tennessee beat Arkansas 75-57. to Olivier Kumwa on senior day, he scored 16 points, and also senior Santiago Vescovi chipped in with 14. Tennessee is now 11-6 and in SEC play, but point guard Sakai Ziegler left the game early in the first half with a left knee injury and did not return. Tennessee did not provide an update after the game. Four former Tennessee football staff members have received multi-year show cost penalties for their roles in recruiting violations that happened while Jeremy Pruitt was the head coach. Coaches include Brian Niedemeyer and Shelton Felton. Two staff members, Director of Player Personnel Drew Hughes and Student Assistant Michael Magnus, all received show causes. According to reports, UT and other individuals, including Jeremy Pruitt, have contested violations and or penalties. And Tennessee baseball yesterday took down Charleston Southern 6-1. to Seth Halverson got the win on the mound for Tennessee. Jared Dickey and Blake Burke each homered. Blake Burke drove in five runs. A 7.48 looking ahead to life without Zakai Ziegler potentially for Tennessee basketball as he went down in last night's win against Arkansas. We talk about that coming up next on TSL. Have a good morning. I'm Logan Ward. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kamal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. So who should be playing point guard for the University of Tennessee if, in fact, the diagnosis comes back not positive like so, so many people already believe? Now, again, you can't really even have that conversation until it's confirmed, but watching Zakai Ziegler not get up, hit the ground, pain overcomes his face, he grips his left knee, I think immediately kind of the attitude and kind of the what direction Tennessee was going in, it changed dramatically. Now you have to ask yourself over the next couple of days, getting ready, not just for Auburn, not just getting ready for Nashville and the SEC tournament, whether you're playing Thursday or Friday, but in fact, what is the next potentially 10 games going to look like for the University of Tennessee? Look, yes, hypothetically, in a perfect world, Tennessee plays 10 more times. Auburn, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Nashville, And if you play six more times, that means you made it to the national championship game. 
Now, perhaps maybe that's always been pie in the sky for Tennessee basketball, and perhaps maybe that has essentially been just sucked up and evaporated after the knee injury that occurred last night. Zakai Ziegler early in the game lands wrong on both the ankle and the knee, crumbles to the ground two, two and a half minutes into the first half, and Tennessee's massive 18-point victory over Arkansas last night. But if you're a Tennessee fan today, you have to ask yourself, it might be time for you to start thinking of contingency plans Who's going to be running point guard for Tennessee basketball now that we've officially flipped to March? The calendar reads March 1. The madness is almost here. The you either win or you go home, that's already beginning. And that's going to start one week from today when the SEC tournament kicks off. That's going to be in Nashville. Question is, is Tennessee, do they get to wait until Friday before they tip or Thursday? Zakai Ziegler, the game. Rick Barnes' comments after the 18-point victory against Arkansas. All that and more next in the final 60 minutes of your Wednesday starting lineup. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. And like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.